Hey, everybody. Hi, welcome back to our podcast. <laughs> welcome to episode two. 2.5. Yeah, we, <laughs> this, we're redoing this episode. We'll tell you guys about that in a little bit. But um, thank you for coming back. Yeah, and a huge thank you guys for anybody that donated to the GoFundMe that we put up prior to starting this podcast. Um, there were some very generous people out there who wanted to help us achieve this, and we just wanted to give you guys a quick shout out to say thank you. We really appreciate it, and we will be spending said money wisely so you don't have to listen to us talking into an iPhone um, very shortly. Yeah, yeah, we just have to put some final things, make a, like a shopping list, and and actually like go to the store. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. We'll yeah. get there. Or, or order online. Or order online. The easiest way to order is online yeah and if you go to amazon.com just kidding just they're, kidding they're not a sponsor but <laughs> if you want to sponsor us go for it jeff bezos hit us up please 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 <laughs> anyways um yeah so we're redoing this episode because because we didn't like the way that the other episode or not the other episode but our last recording went of this episode of right. the topic of bullying and childhood stories and it was Again, really sloppy. It was sloppy. It was, we did some um, self-reflections. Separately, we did. And we texted each other. And thankfully, we're feeling the same way that we didn't own what happened to us in the right way. And we kind of put up a defense mechanism and we weren't the nicest people ourselves. Yeah. Like, as we're literally talking about people (laughs) that bullied us and then we're like kind of we weren't coming from a place of kindness we were kind of playing like victim yeah a little bit and like they did this and this person said that and like they <laughs> hurt my feelings and like of course it did right. and we'll get into all of that but we're just we're coming at it from like i don't know just like a more like woke kind of <laughs> state you know from our third eye like we have just opened up and we're like just more <laughs> self-aware and enlightened you know we are we and I mean, approaching this topic, too, like, after we talked about it, we realized we don't want to come off so preachy, um, which I don't think we were necessarily preachy. We just weren't doing it kindly, but formatting this episode is kind of difficult because we don't want to come off preachy and we don't want to come off, like, the juvenile where you're sitting in your seventh grade class and you have a speaker come in to talk to you about bullying. And you're, like, rolling your eyes. Like, you're seriously talking to me about bullying. Yeah. So we just – we didn't tie it all together, I don't think, to – Yeah. We kind of black out when we're recording. (laughs) We definitely black out. And then we'll listen back to it and we're like, I don't remember saying that. (laughs) And it's really bizarre. Yeah. It's it's like you'd think that talking would just be so easy. And, like, this this is – and we have a great, like, platform that we're doing it on that makes it simple. But just, like, like every time we go to hit the record button, we freeze. And then we start shaking. And, yeah. like, our stomachs <laughs> drop into our butts. And we're like, whoa, God. <laughs> the amount of times we have to, like, start and restart episodes. <laughs> it's really fun. But it's all a learning process. Live and learn. Yeah. And this um, is only the second episode. Exactly. Like, we're so new to this. And this is such a big topic to tackle for the second episode. So, Yeah. And to be, like, vulnerable and talk about, like, issues. Stuff that hurts. Yeah. (laughs) And also, like, do you guys even want to know that? But also, we kind of don't care because you're going to hear it anyways. You're going to get to know us a lot more. A lot more. (laughs) A lot more. Yeah. Um, But before we get into all of the juicy stories and stuff, we're going to have our uh, CBD talk. CBD tea talk. Tea talk. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Um, so should we get into the House of Horrors? Do you want to tell your sub story first? You think so? Or do you want to do the House of Horrors first? Um. Let's ask the audience, what would you rather hear? <laughs> Just kidding. Let's do House of Horrors first. House of Horrors okay. first. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. In Riverside County, California, the Turpin family, David and Louise Turpin, mm-hmm. um, they had 14 counts of abusing minor and adult children against them. Um, and then they were arrested in January 2018 when their 17-year-old daughter, who had arms the size of an infant when she was found. Yeah, they were so tiny. Yeah. She escaped out of, what, a window? Yeah, she grabbed, like, a burner phone or just some kind of phone or something, and, uh, she, like, climbed out the window, she walked down the street, which she said, uh, to the responder, she had never been out, like, they never go outside. Yeah. 
but her sisters were like her siblings were chained up to a bed and she was that's very very brave of her right there were like 13 kids 14 kids 13 or 14 there's so many it's so hard to count like (laughs) so many kids especially if you're gonna be abusing your kids like why you obviously don't like them there's it's on record that they said their mom like rarely ever spoke to them yeah that there was ever the only interaction was like abuse and stuff right where, yeah, I mean, they would be put in cages. Yeah. Shackled to their beds. Lord knows what else. You know oh, what and I mean? they wouldn't, like, get bathed, like... For a year. Yeah, a year. Can you imagine, like, I've been sick before. <laughs> like, the last time I was really, really, really sick with bronchitis, I'm not gonna lie, like, I didn't shower for about, like, eight days solid. And that's that's a that's, that's very long. I mean, I'm kind of not liking that I'm saying this right now, but, like, go with it. <laughs> Just be yourself. Uh, but, yeah, no, I smelled so bad that I couldn't even take it anymore. Yeah. Can you imagine going, like, a month, Ugh. five months, a year without bathing? Do you just bathing? become numb? Like, do you lose your sense of smell? Because, I mean, imagine being around all those other people, though your siblings that aren't bathed as well. Yeah. That smell, too. I mean, it's just so messed up to think. And then the parents, I don't know. And I think something that was really... Uh, messed up. I'm going to try not to swear so much. Um, <laughs> something that was really messed up about it was that the parents made the kids nocturnal, right? So they would sleep during the day mm-hmm. and they'd be up at night. Tell the story about them marching because I can't. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's not funny. It's not funny. But I have a very, very terrible sense of humor and very Me morbid. Too. And I mean, you guys will understand later once. We really deep dive into who we yeah. are as people. But, <laughs> um, no, the neighbor, when he was getting interviewed, he worked, like, a graveyard shift. And he said that when he would come home, he would see, like, in the window, with the light on, the kids would just march back and forth. Like, literal marching. Like, why? I don't know. <laughs> that it's part, not funny. I think that messes me up the most. <clears throat> having that visual in my head. And how, I don't know. I mean, I guess he couldn't have really done anything because some people are just eclectic like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, he was probably just like, that's weird. And didn't think, like, oh, those kids are being shackled to their beds and not, you know what I mean? Exactly. You have no idea. Well, and then they also, like, not a lot of people would understand because there's pictures on, like, their social media or I think it's social media um, of them going to, like, Disney World and going on vacations. Like, Okay, can you imagine taking a family of 15 people and paying for all those people for Disney World? How do you suppose they had the money to do that? I don't know. Because so the they're not feeding their kids. They wouldn't ration. They would give them one very small meal a day. Yeah. Usually all they would eat is that one small meal a day, and that's why they were also malnourished yeah. and underdeveloped. Yeah. And they would, like, hardly ever see the sunlight. Yeah, but still, taking, like, kids to Disney, I, even taking your – I can't even afford a trip – for myself to Disney right now. No. So how am I going to take... I don't know. What do I they... I don't know. What? Uh. Oh, yeah. So there's that, guys. I mean, you probably already know about it, but they yeah. just... They just got sentenced. Yeah. Is why this is still relevant. Um, and maybe you forgot about it because it was like a year ago that this happened, but they just got sentenced to two parents, 25 to life. And I know I said something before I thought was the most messed up. This is actually the most messed up part about it for me is that um I think three of the kids took the stand and gave their accounts and whatnot they're defending their parents and saying my mom loved me and they were saying stuff very biblically um so I think the parents had they were obviously all homeschooled had instilled this biblical mindset into them so they're very forgiving um and they think that 25 years is too long for the parents because um they think they wanted what was best for their kids that's how some of these kids see it and like you said last week when we were talking about or not last week a couple days ago a couple days ago feels like a year ago (laughs) um it's like Stockholm syndrome yeah literally and that's always how those those cases go when it's a parent and a child like obviously they're like this wasn't there's, there's something wrong going on. Like, this isn't right. Yeah. But you have that unconditional, like, like, um, oh, my God, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, devotion, kind of, to yeah, your sure. parents? Yeah. That's not the right, that's not the word I'm looking for. Dedication, or, I don't know. Something like that. But you kind of know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I forgot that, like, this is, 
this is a live recording and that like I can't just hmm, think and think then edit it out. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we have trouble editing. Stuff yeah. Out, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> it comes, see, it just comes out like word vomit. Yep. Word. Oh my god, that's my life though. Yeah. Me too. I mean, <sighs> you just saw it while we were sitting here, and I have my Tourette's singing Taylor Swift. It just comes out. I it can't just comes stop out. it. No. Anyways, <laughs> let's lighten up the mood a little bit. Let's um, lighten up the mood. Sub story. Oh my god, Steph's sub stories. <laughs> this is gonna be like probably a reoccurring theme on our They're podcast. They're so good. They're always so good. Every <laughs> single time that I substitute teach, I'm a substitute teacher in a school district by my house, and I like to do middle school a lot because I think they're so funny. So I was in a middle school science or seventh grade science class um, the other day, and one of the kids told me like it was towards the end too towards the end of class he told me to lick his balls (laughs) (laughs) and I like my eyes got really wide because I didn't know what to do and I don't like getting them in trouble so I just pretended that I didn't hear it (laughs) (laughs) but then yesterday I was subbing for um like little first second graders um, they were in a self-contained room, and one of them was just self-scripting. And he's sitting at a table, self-scripting, which means he's just going over, like, something he saw in a video game or something that he heard his parents say over and over, and he says it out loud. Um, but then he started talking about his not or what did he say? He was screaming, <laughs> not in the nuts, not in the nuts. <laughs> and then the other teachers in the room with me were like, that's the first time he's ever said that. <laughs> So now here I am, like, what is it about me? <laughs> Why are these little kids saying this shit to me and not grown men? That's the thing. Why can't it be, like, <laughs> a really hot guy saying that to you? I do get the Tinder, the Bumble guys talking about their... I don't want that. No. Yeah, okay, guys out there on those dating apps and stuff, no girl wants... Mm-hmm. No, don't talk about your nuts. Don't, don't talk about your nuts. Don't fucking talk about your goddamn nuts. Don't. We don't want it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Shit. Oh, God. We're doing it. We're doing this. We're going to talk about some really, really crazy things. Wild and crazy times. So, yeehaw. Strap on in. Strap on. You said strap on. (laughs) Saddle up, baby. Ooh. (laughs) Put them boots on. Let's go for a ride. Ew. We gonna talk about bullying. Oh, bullying. Bullying. Back to the days of torture. Yeah, but see, the funny thing, and funny, I use that in an ironic, I almost said iconic. (laughs) I am iconic. Thank you. I'm an icon. (laughs) Snapchat icon. Um, In... I mean, what I'm trying to say is that it still happens today. And we'll touch on that. Like, I'm 28. Taylor's turning 30. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, <Steph. laughs> And we still get... Oh, yeah. No, there's still bullies yeah. out there. It sucks. Yeah. Be nice. Be nice. Be kind. Do all things with kindness. I'm literally wearing a yes. shirt. I just got it from Target. Watch my Target haul, which... I haven't edited. It'll be on my YouTube channel, maybe, if I kind of like it. But anyways, my shirt says, do all things with kindness. And you really should, because there's so many assholes out there. Like, don't be another asshole. Don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a good... That's a good slogan for our us. For our us. For for our us. (laughs) Just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Be kind. Be nice. Yes. Um, So what we did, we went through and... Picked some of our most important things that we wanted to touch upon, um, and we kind of bullet pointed them. So the format of this episode, we're just going to kind of hit the bullet points, and we're both going to share something, and then move on to the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the first one, um, go- uh, it's okay. I know. It's okay. Deep breaths. <laughs> Take deep belly breaths. If you had to define yourself based on what kids said to you growing up, how would you define yourself and Why? I just had one of those blackout moments. <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So based on what kids would call me growing up, um, there was a lot of ridicule over my weight. I was always overweight growing up, so I placed a high importance on how I looked. I had frizzy hair, got my hair all cut off, so I was made fun of because I looked like a little boy. 
in second grade. So that's when it all started. Then I began gaining weight and then it was just that. So I think based on what kids would make fun of me for growing up, I view in my head and it's all about like retraining and I'm trying to whatever, but it's hard to get out of the mindset that you are how you look. And yes. people view you and they see you and they pick apart every little thing about you. Because I got picked on for literally, so besides my weight and my haircut, like, I'm not going to get into it. But there's a lot of things. But it was all, when I was younger, it was all physical. Yes. So. And you're already at such an awkward stage. Exactly. And you're, you don't fit into your body yet. And you don't feel, you don't have, like, that self-confidence. So when kids yeah. pick out physical appearances that are literally, like, what like how you look right and then you start to like self-define exactly so like when you're at that age you're very moldable mm -hmm. um you don't have your own values and your own mindsets you're you rely on other people to tell you which is why people grow up to be like their parents or like their family or like the friend group that they hang out with yeah but if you're constantly being told that you're fat you're whatever you're this you're gonna believe that so now throughout even uh, it translates into adulthood where it's hard to retrain yeah. your brain to not think about that. Definitely. So how about you? Oh, well, this boy, um, I think it was, like, it was between, like, third grade and, like, sixth grade, probably. Like, second to sixth grade. Okay. So let's just say, like, third grade. Bam. Um, he, I, he called me like a she-wolf because my arms are hairy and like I know everyone's got hair on their arms Taylor but like I have like a little bit more it's a little thicker it's a little longer like it's blonde so it's not so predominant but I don't know it was just something that I was always so self-conscious about and especially because girls are known to be like a Barbie doll like you're clean shaven exactly, yeah. you're perfect mm -hmm. you're perfectly manicured and everything like that um and so my mom walks in on me. I'm in my room. I'm crying. I'm sitting on the floor between like my bed and like the wall and I'm shaving my arms. Like I took my mom's razor and I'm crying. Oh. Dry shit. I don't know how to shave yet. I'm not shaving my body yet. And I'm just sitting there crying, shaving my arms. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And so I tell her the story. And I love my mom so much. She would she wouldn't say this to this day. She she wouldn't. But back then she was like, Well, you know what? You find something about him. And I was like, Well, he's got really big ears. And she's like, Well, then you tell him. <laughs> the next time that he says that you're a she wolf or that he comments on your hairy arms or anything like that, like you say, Yeah, well, you have, you know, big ears. <laughs> So thanks, Mom, for telling me to bully someone. Good job, Mom. <laughs> but I think that's what she needed to tell me in the moment. Because telling yeah. your kid, like, oh, no, you're perfect the way you are, and you're beautiful, and blah, yeah. blah, blah, that's not going to help you in that situation. And did I ever say that he had big ears? No. But I got my revenge when it was, like, a, one of those where you, it's the new school year, and you go before, like, the school, school year starts. Yeah, open house. And I was walking through the gymnasium and I think I was like twirling around and I like was spinning with my arms out wide and <laughs> him and his mom walked into the auditorium where like, or the gymnasium, wherever I was like right as I was doing that. And I hit his mom in the face. Ooh. So I always felt really bad about that. <laughs> but in, in retrospect, I'm like, well, karma. He had it coming. <laughs> he had it coming. <laughs> So yours is very physical too. Yes. I've always, always got picked on for my physical looks. I, you got picked on for, you know, like your weight and stuff where I got picked on for my weight for being like so skinny. skinny yeah. I got the like skinny You can't shame. fucking win, right? You can't fucking win. Yeah. And even to this day, like, mm -hmm. I feel like if I gain weight and I'm, and even if I make a, the tiniest complaint of like, oh, I'm feeling bloated or something. Somebody has to be like, well, you're so skinny, so, like, why should you even care? Right. And it's like, everyone views themselves differently. Yeah. When I look in the mirror, I see a totally different person than who you see. Me too. Or who my boyfriend sees, or my mom sees. Yeah, distorted body images are a real thing. Oh, yeah. And it's so messed up. It's... And you don't realize that until you're like, I'm just having this realization. In... This is the year of just realizing things. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, Kylie. We don't talk about them on this podcast. <laughs> you know the rules. I do not like them. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. 
I won't bully them, though. No, we don't bully the Kardashians. Like, they bully Taylor Swift. Oh! <laughs> Anyways, let's get into number two. Same question, but about adulthood. So what, in adulthood, how do you view yourself and why, I guess? Oh, my God. This is such a, like, the worst question ever because I hate myself. And nobody, like... Yeah. Everyone always gets so taken back or offended so when happy. I make that. So... Yeah, like Taylor's always those sunshine and butterflies. And like I am. To the outside, yeah. To the outside world. But I, oh my God, I pick. And what I do for a living is tell people to like accept themselves exactly. and love themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good. And I love that I do that. But I have to take my own advice because I literally can say that I hate my and I'm working on loving myself right. but I can actually say like I hate myself I'm in the exact same boat as you um which I think is us giving love that we don't think that we deserve yes but again stemming back to that's why like I mean that's because of what we were led to believe about ourselves based on the past and what people do now exactly which you were telling me earlier um about your job like you feel your job doesn't have a high worth as it should because of what people say about your job so you yeah. get bullied about that yeah I get told that being like a yoga instructor like teaching Pilates and stuff that that's not a real job that because I don't have like a 401k and mm-hmm. I'm not with like a big company or something like that and I don't go to a nine-to-five job that like I'm somehow below the societal standard. It's insane. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's a lot to be said about that because I think now, like, with all the memes and all those quotes that are being posted online, like, there's no timeline on anything and your job, that's your job. Like, yeah. there's no set standards like it used to be. Like, nine to five jobs, that's not for everybody. That's not for me. No, it's, That's yeah. not, like, something I want to do is sit at a desk from nine to five and just type away I'm like you know what I mean you're out there doing a very good thing yeah that you love to do you're passionate about people love coming to your classes yep so thank you plug thank you come to my next one (laughs) but seriously yeah it's just insane and then so people you told me about like girls that you were hanging out with that oh yeah I uh when I was dating this one guy his like best friend and we would like be hanging out at their house and stuff and it was not a good time for me but you know you, when you're dating someone you yeah. have to try to m- melt in with their friends and you know you have to try and stuff so I would go and his his friend's wife just did not like me and they would when it would be like the guys outside like smoking and drinking or by the bonfire or something and the girls inside doing like girl talk or whatever I would try to like Okay, I'll I'll sit with the girls. I'll try to mingle or whatever, like be a good girlfriend. And they would just berate me about my job. And this fucking oh, sorry, I swear so much. But you know what? This fucking girl. No, this is allowed. This fucking girl <laughs> looks at me and is like, "Do you girls like queef in your class?" And if oh. you don't know what a queef is, it's a vagina fart. And I'm sorry that I just had to tell you that. <laughs> but. I, I, don't, I just don't want anybody like being like, what is that? And then they Google it, and then they're like, oh, my God. You know, it's like, don't Google it. It happens. It happens. If you get air in there, it's going to come out. It's just like, whatever. Anyways, I thought that that was so disrespectful. And, like, that's just not something that you ask someone. And the way exactly. that they did it, they were doing that whole, like, like you can sit with us, but we're going to be, like, mean girls to Oh, my you. God, I love your bracelet. Where'd you get it? Exactly. Yes, oh, my that. God, I love that skirt. <laughs> so effing cute. Where'd you get it? So fetch. I hate that effing skirt. That's the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. That's the same, yeah. Yeah. Which is so messed up. Yeah, so that's when I just, oh, that's when I had the realization of, like, oh, I don't have to try to be friends with the girl group. I don't have to try to be friends with anybody. Fuck you. Yeah. I got up, and I was like, I'm going to go chill with the guys outside, because... I, and I hate being that stereotypical girl that's, like, I have, like, just so many guy friends because, like, girls are such drama. Yeah, like, right. the girls in my group, girl group, like, we are not drama. Like, we love to talk about it. Don't right. get me wrong. Like, any girl does. I swear I don't love the drama. It loves me. <laughs> it does love me. I'm a Gemini. I love to talk. Yeah. Hence, podcast. Hence, the podcast that we're doing. Now I just have to learn how to talk. It's because we're both ruled by the same planet. We talked about this last... Yeah, Mercury. Mercury. 
communication. Did that story even, like, make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, because you were sitting, hanging out with girls. Yeah. You expect when you're this age, or even in your 20s, like, when you're out of high school, let's just say, that the bullying's going to stop, and it doesn't. It and doesn't. it comes out of nowhere. You, who would think that someone's going to make fun of you for having a job? I think it's so cool, and I'm, I'm sure tons of people do, when you hear that someone's like a yoga teacher, a Pilates teacher, I think it's cool. Yeah. I like to brag that I teach Pilates. Like, I think that's a cool thing. I think so, too. I loved being that girl when I was single and I'd be at the bar and I'd be like... Yes. And the guys would be like, you're a yoga instructor? Exactly. And I'd be like, like it's hot, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, fuck that. They're, like you... Before this episode, like you said, jealousy... Jeal- so, it's... To- haters... If you if you hate on somebody, and not if like they killed your dog or like hit you with a car or something like that, that's a different kind of thing. Right. But if you're like hating on like how people hate on Taylor Swift or whatever, right, for being happy. Yeah, it's like there's some form of passion behind that. So then there has to be some form of like love or attachment or whether it's jealousy, envy, or whatever. Right. But there's something behind it. Because there's, why are you vocalizing your disdain for this innocent person? Yeah, that's doing not, that has done nothing to harm you. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. All right. Just be be kind. Just be freaking nice. <laughs> but how about how about you? <clears throat> um. So again, back to I have like a frog in my throat. <laughs> Get that frog out, girl. He's out. He's out. He's gone. Okay. Um. To my childhood, being called fat, whatever I had this big mindset built up like throughout high school. I didn't get asked to prom. I didn't talk to guys, stayed away from guys because I got made fun of for liking guys. So I was like, no guy's ever going to like me if I look like this. And I truly, truly believed that. So I was out of high school. I started eating better and I would run five miles every day. One time I was so nuts about it that I ran, I covered up my thing, put on a Taylor Swift concert DVD, and I ran for 13 miles nonstop. Isn't that insane? What? I like lifted the towel off of my treadmill and I was like, what did I just do? But yeah, 13 miles. 13 miles straight. Yeah, no stopping. Not stopping. What? I can't even run down my block. 13 miles. But I had been working up, so I was training for it. Okay. So, I was real thin. Like, if you look at old pictures, I had no butt. I had no boobs. I was literally this big. Mm. Um, and I, w- I w- would only eat Special K cereal. <laughs> wow, so I'm, healthy. I know, <clears throat> but I lost a shit ton of weight. So, I had this belief tied in my head that no guy's ever going to like me if I'm fat, so might as well lose as much weight as possible. I was trying to get as skinny as Taylor Swift was. Yeah. That was my end goal. Um, that was your end game. That was my end, and I achieved it, and I wasn't happy. Like, being that skinny, I wasn't happy with how my body looked. I had the distorted body image where I still thought I was fat. Yes. I'll show you pictures after this. I thought I was fat when I was 120 pounds, which oh, is skinny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's skinny as heck. So I'm still trying, trying, trying. Then I started introducing foods back into my diet, and I started to gain a little bit of weight. And which I, happens when you're like have a really yes dieting, yeah. Of mm-hmm. course, your metabolism's fucked up. Um, we'll have a whole episode on that. Oh yeah, like our, I got lots. Our to eating say. disorders. Yeah, <laughs> got lots to say on that. But anyways, um, I was 135 pounds at the point where I was sitting in a bar with one of my friends, and she had told me that. Somebody had said very excitedly that Stephanie Bloom got fat again. And I started bawling my eyes out at, at the bar that I work at. Yeah. I'm just <sighs> sitting there crying hysterically. And I was like, oh, my God. So then I had this realization that there's there's people out there. And because I was so – I'm very big on social media. Mm-hmm. Um I was sharing that I was losing weight and doing those split pics of like before, look at me fat and look at me now, so skinny. And everyone's like, how do you do it? And they'd get hundreds and hundreds of likes. So like I placed a high importance on what people think about me and Mm. how they see me as like a fitness expert and lose whatever. Now they see me gaining weight and they're all making fun of me. So even now it's hard not to think about that because I'm past 135 pounds. Like I weigh more than that now. And... I mean, obviously, I lift weights now, and I do a lot of other stuff, so a lot of it's muscle, and some of it's not, whatever, but 
I have this hard, I have a very hard time getting dressed and going out places because I'm scared I'm going to run into somebody that's going to judge me about gaining weight. So I see myself as still, and this is something I'm really trying to work on and I preach it all the time on social media and I think it's like me trying to help myself into getting the right mindset about it, but it doesn't always work. But I always think that I'm being made fun of for being bigger than I was when I lost all the weight. So I still have that high importance on what other people think about me and my body. Yes. <sighs> Isn't it suck? It's, it's, it's the worst. Oh. I, like, I feel like I'm never going to be comfortable in my own skin again. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I, I've kind of felt like I've had to accept that. Me too. I was like, so sometimes I'm, I'll feel like a little bigger than usual. Like if I ate big whatever Oreos, a whole box of Oreos the other day, I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, okay, I did that. And I feel bad about myself, but there's, your life isn't defined by that. Like, get up, go do something. Like, yeah. Go make yourself happy. Go outside. Yeah, go, make, go, go outside, go for a nice walk, get yeah. a little bit of cardio in, make yourself a nice, healthy smoothie, and then it's, we have to change it by taking care of ourselves. Exactly. And, like, re, like doing things that make you happy instead of wallowing in your thoughts of, like, exactly. people are judging me. People think I'm fat. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Seriously. You think I'm fat? Cool. Me too. Like, everything you say about me, I've already thought about. Exactly. A hundred times over in my head. Stop saying it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, fuck you if you are saying that about somebody. And how dare... First off, why do you even have to comment on it? Exactly. Second off, Is it why, affecting you? Why do you have to be excited about it? I know. Why would, because you know what? They have such a shitty life and they feel so bad about themselves that they have to bring other people down who are trying Ex- to be happy. Exactly. Ugh. It's just the it's haters, the man. I the know. fans. God. <laughs> the fans. The fans. We love you guys. We love you. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. Okay. Oh. Uh, we got a dolphin tackled. Let's go into. Ooh, what's your most, tra- one of your most, <laughs> so let's go, the, the most traumatizing memory from being bullied in Oh, God. Your turn. <laughs> okay, you guys ready to like. <laughs> are you ready for it? Uh, are you ready for it? Yeah. Are you, but are you ready to get really uncomfortable? Because here we go. So, my first, not like my first boyfriend, because everyone has like their first relationship when they're in like first grade, but, or like even kindergarten, but. You know, you're not even dating, but it's just like that crush. Cute, yeah, a little crush Extreme or whatever. Crushes. Yeah. yeah, I'm still in that phase. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> still there. Still there. Keep going. Uh, but so my first like real boyfriend in high school, I was 15, and I'm not naming names, so I'm not gonna throw anybody under the bus. I'm not gonna try to play like victim, but this is a real life experience. Um, I mean, I, it always takes two to tango and every everything. I was a very very insecure person, very low self-worth. Yeah. Like, I mean, still to this day, but I'm working on it. Right. But um, I allowed people to treat me like garbage, like legitimate garbage. Mm-hmm. And here's, a, here's an example. There's multiple stories, but I'm not going to get into all of them because it's, it's, you just, you don't have to. Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm like panicking. Um, okay, deep stop. breath. <sighs> okay, so... I remember this so clearly that, like, I can picture myself being there, like, right now. We're sitting at the lunch table in the cafeteria in high school, and we weren't allowed to sit with anyone else. Like, there were a lot of rules in the relationship. Okay. Um, like, I, for example, I wasn't allowed to cut my hair a certain way because then I'd look like a lesbian and then he would dump me. Or I wasn't allowed to wear a certain shirt because he didn't like it and then he would dump me. And if I could go, like, right now right. in this moment, I'm like, oh, well, then fuck you, dump me, because I'm, oh, first exactly, I'm going to dump exactly. you first. But once you're already involved in it. Oh, yeah. And it's my first relationship. It's yeah. the person that I lost my virginity to. Like, whatever. Uh, he was a really good manipulator. He knew how to play the game. And we, we were fighting about something, and I think that it was because a classmate of mine, like, not even, like, a friend, like, I, I didn't even talk to this person, like, outside of school but just a classmate of mine who happened to be a guy, the opposite sex, yeah. waved to me in the hallway. Totally platonic. Like, hey, what's not, up? not flirty whatsoever. And I got in a lot of trouble for that. Like, I would get in so much trouble. So. Oh, my God. We're, so, again, we're sitting at the lunch table. We're not allowed to sit with anybody. But, obviously, you have to share the table. So, there's, like, space between us and other people. But 
across the table and like a couple seats down were these two kids that would always just sit by themselves and like have a silent lunch on whatever their deal was. And these poor guys had a witness. They didn't do anything about it, but they just had a witness him screaming at me, me crying, him taking my chocolate milk carton that I like just opened. Fresh chalky milk. Fresh chalky milk. Now, if it was to this day, it would be like almond milk or something. Because cow's milk is fucking disgusting. You're not supposed to be drinking it. Stop fucking drinking it. It's not good for you. It's not made for you. It's not made for you. Um, <laughs> but he hawked a loogie into my milk carton. I can hear it. I can oh my like. Oh, that's uh, disgusting. Uh, yeah, that's the kind of person that I dated for like two, two years, two so and a half years. So you were bullied not only from peers, but from people that you cared about in relationships. My first romantic relationship. Oh, yeah, he would awful. call me fat. He would tell me that like I shouldn't, you know, be eating. So there was a time where I would go through like eating disorders. Yeah. Uh, he was going through eating disorders. His his dad was so overweight, like so obese. So he had something against fat people. Okay. Um, so he would like so a really himself. healthy ways to take that out on your girlfriend, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, oh, probably covering on. up the fact that he was maybe. I don't want to. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was just kind of a cover up for something, but um, right. That's but yeah. Fair. So that that was really traumatizing and. I feel like in that moment, you can either go two ways. You can either take the route of standing up for yourself and actually realize, like, getting your head out of the fucking clouds and being like, mm-hmm. oh, nobody treats me this way. Yeah. Fuck I you. I that. Yeah. Yeah. And going our separate ways. Or you go the route of almost like a Stockholm Syndrome. Mm-hmm. And then you will let that define you. And you're like, all right, like, you can control my life. Like, uh, yeah, no, that's right. Why Everything you're saying is right. Yeah. And, and that's just, what you did? Yeah, I was like a lost puppy dog. Aww. Yeah, it was really sad. And then, I, and then that stemmed into allowing more relationships, like more terrible relationships right. and more like abuse kind of stuff. And, but I've learned. I was just going to say. So I've turned it around um, and I'm in a great relationship now. Yay. First healthy, like 100% healthy relationship. That makes me so happy. I know. It makes me happy, too. Good. It's great. Yay. Like, we we don't even fight. Oh, that's amazing. It's the first time. And so I don't know what to do sometimes. Yeah. There's times when I get, like, because all I've known is, like, fighting and aggression. Yeah. And screaming at each other or whatever. And now I'm, so sometimes I get a little, like, so then I just watch, like, Bad Girls Club or, like, The Real World Road Rules Challenge or something where it's, like. Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Like, <laughs> some yes. kind of drama filled show and then I like get it out there but then I hate that because then I'm watching grown people again bully each other right be mean to each other start fights yeah so that's not good so you really shouldn't be watching those kind of shows (laughs) we love the drama though love the drama love the drama (laughs) well good I'm glad that you're happy now and that you've learned from I mean, it sucks that you had to go through all that. Yeah. But it brought you to a better place. It did. But I really had to hit rock bottom. Like, I had such little self-worth. Like, yeah. So then if you you don't, and you've experienced trauma after trauma, and then you just kind of become this, like, shell of a person. Yeah, so anybody listening that's going through something like that, where you're in a relationship and you feel like there's no way out of it or like you're so close you don't know what you'll do without them but they're so awful to you get out get the fuck out you run the other way there are better guys out there or girls than whoever you're with that's making you feel small yeah you should never feel small about yourself no in a relate they should build you up they should they should make you feel like you're the goddess or the that you are that you are you know the goddess or the The god i don't want to say god God. (laughs) sure the king the king the king ew (laughs) The king. Okay, so yeah, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for listening. Sure. And everyone's kind of like, Ooh, shoulders up to the ears, cringing. Re- roll your shoulders back, and, back down. and down. Feel the shoulder blades crawl down your back, and get ready for this one. Are you ready for my story? I'm ready. Okay, so um, my most traumatizing memory, and rightfully so, was when I was in seventh grade. I was best friends with all the popular people because I just moved schools. They thought I was funny. They took me under their wing, bullied the crap out of me. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. got made fun of for everything. But 
I wanted to be popular, so I was friends with the popular people. That doesn't make me popular, looking back in retrospect. I was just there as, like, their jester. Yes. Right? Ooh, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Thank you. I just came up with it right now. <laughs> um, so I was also friends with this other smaller group of people. It was just a couple girls, actually. But one of them turned out to not truthfully be my friend mm. so ooh. treachery what, what do you mean well let me tell you <laughs> so i was on aim instant messenger one night and i had multiple screen names because that's just a, i'm so loud about social media like i i have every form of social media and i post on every single one almost daily so like aim before social media came oh. out was the only source of bullying thank the lord Thank God that's all we had. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Oh, so God bless you children today. Oh, I know. Um, so I'm on there. I'm chatting with my friends. Then I start getting messages. Stephanie, are you on this other screen name? Because you could link screen names. So you could be on multiple screen names at once. Yes. So um, are you on this other screen name? It was Sox fan and some numbers and then whatever. It was a play off this other kid who I'll call Tom. So it was a play off his screen name, which was Sox fan. They just switched up something. And I was like, no, that's not me. That sounds like Tom's screen name. Like, I don't, whatever. Why would I, whatever. Yeah. So then I was getting, like, copy and pasted from their conversations with this strange screen name, this mysterious screen name. They were pretending to be me, talking to my friends, the popular friends, and saying awful things and making them all turn against me. And I'm like, that's not me. I swear, none of them believed me. And then, I guess, in turn, they were messaging Tom. So, it's two Sox fans having this conversation. I'd, I don't know what their conversation was because, obviously, I wasn't a part of it. But it had something to do with, like, stalking and they knew his address. I didn't know his address. You know, I didn't. I wasn't friends with this kid by any means. He was somebody that picked on me all the time. So, he was obviously believing that it was me and that I had this huge crush on him and was stalking him. And that, I, oh, they said that I was, I said, in quotations, because I am Sox fan, um, I was saying, I'm going to murder him and throw him in the lake behind his house. <laughs> and he did, yeah, he did have a lake behind his house, I guess, but I didn't know but that didn't prior know. to this. How would I? So then um, I show up to school the next day and I walk into the locker room. All the girls are making fun of me and I'd realized in that moment that I had lost my friends. So I'm like in my head immediately. I remember it so vividly, like walking into the locker room, taking a right and all, they're all standing there and like changing, making fun of me. And the, hey, Sox fan, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it wasn't me. So I'm like, where am I going to sit at lunch? What am I going to do about lunch? Yeah, I had one of those moments. I had to make a whole new group of friends. But the best part of this story is I'm at home. I had two detectives knock on my door and asked to come see my computer because I had allegations against me that I was an online stalker. So they had to come. It was a man and a woman. I don't remember their names. But they had to come into my room, go on my computer, and confirm that it wasn't me. They came back another time, too. So even though this was all confirmed that it wasn't me um, doing that, they went through everything on my computer, whatever, People still believe that it was me. And even to this day, the girl that did it, it's confirmed that it was one of the girls in my outside friend group. So not one of the popular ones, but a different one. She <laughs> told a mutual friend that like, oh yeah, a Sox fan in junior high. I don't know how they got on this topic, but yeah, that was me and Stephanie. No, it was not me. You fucking bitch. Yeah. So that's my most traumatizing instance of being bullied, losing all my friends over something like that. <laughs> the cat's on the table. <laughs> Girls are the worst. Growing up in that age, like, okay, if if you're a preteen girl listening to our podcast, why is that coming off creepy? Don't be a little bitch. Like, don't. Just don't. Just be the girl that's, like, really, really cute. Cat, get away from the phone. Be the girl that's, like, the pretty girl, that's really nice and kind, and you will be, always, like... That's what you're known for. Yeah, that's... nice. Yeah, that's your legacy. Yeah. Everyone loves that girl. Everybody loves that girl. Mm-hmm. And especially into an adu- into adulthood, where you can go back and be like, I was always there for the people, the underdogs, yeah. I guess. I wish I could go back and be there for the underdogs and be friends with the underdogs and make that my goal as a, opposed to trying to attain this 
false sense of popularity that we built up in our heads. Yeah. Especially because once you get out of high school, it's like none of... It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. But in high school, I'm not going to lie, it kind of does. There's like... What are the cats doing? Oh my God. (laughs) So cute. Sorry, the cat's like freaking out right now playing around. So cute. We're both like, a cat? (laughs) like oh yeah we're on a podcast Uh, oh yeah oh yeah um but yeah no it does matter when you're in high school because of the you're still being molded as a person and your your brain isn't fully developed and whatnot so it it does and it but high school doesn't matter in the long run it doesn't so just focus on your goddamn studies like on your studies yeah I wish I did. Sports. Join a sports team. I wish I would have done that. I was on the badminton team. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that hysterical, though? Yeah. I, Taylor Rachel Brown, was on the badminton team. I like that a lot. I wasn't even good. I just liked fucking around. Fucking around with yeah. birdies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I really like smacking, kind of like um, like you would in volleyball. Like, S- like um, smash. Uh, Ooh, spike. spike. Yeah, spike a ball. Spike I would like to ball. do that with the birdie and... That is fine. I would get really aggressive, and I would try to make those, like, tennis noises, you know, that the girls are like, or what? (laughs) Serena and Venus style. Totally. But we'd have to practice so early that I was like, I don't like being in sports. (laughs) Plus, I'm just not a sports person. Oh. No. Just a yoga girl. Just a yoga girl. Just a little yoga girl. Yeah, I'm like a beach bum. That was, like, one of my aim, like, handles. Beach bum? Like, beach bum, like... 348XO or something like that. Mine was like Angel of Music. Oh my god. Because <laughs> I liked Phantom of the Opera so much. <laughs> and then one of them was Shame on Me Ryan. Like Ryan, From Ryan Cabrera? <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, real fast. If you know who Ryan Cabrera is, and if you don't, he like dated Ashley Simpson. And if you don't know who she is, then, then you're I don't. You're a lost cause. You're a lost cause. You're listening <laughs> to the wrong podcast. But it turns out Steph and I, we didn't know each other, but like when I was in seventh grade, so you were what, in fifth grade? Maybe, maybe six. Maybe six. Maybe, okay, I, I don't six. know. But we were both at the Orland Square Mall and there was a Ryan Cabrera like tour going on and we were both there and we were both on stage. <laughs> I wasn't on stage. Oh, I had him at the record oh, store after. Oh, well, I was on stage, so. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I win. You do win. All right. Okay. I guess next uh, touchy question. Uh, <laughs> how do you think that being bullied shaped you as a person? I think we talked about that. Yeah, we pretty much kind of went over that. It, it like fucked us, me up. Yeah, <laughs> shells and everything that we were told about ourselves got encapsulated into these shells, and now we're manifesting. We're trying not to manifest what we think about ourselves into our late twenties and early thirties. Yeah. We're trying to reach. So this goes on to my next one. How do you retrain your brain to not think these negative thoughts about yourself? Uh, do you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I I call this um like re I call it reparenting. So not saying that like my right. parenting was bad or anything growing up. They're just they we'll get into that in another episode. But uh, reparenting myself. So when I catch myself saying like oh, you're so ugly, or like, oh, you're so stupid, you're an idiot, or like, oh, you dumb idiot. You're an idiot is my go-to. Yeah, you're an idiot. Stephanie, you're such an idiot. Yeah. Every day I say it. And then I have to pause, Uh and it's like, do it take, it's like, your brain is a muscle, so you have to work it. And every time that you catch yourself doing that, it's like doing a bicep curl for your brain. And you're restructuring yourself to be like, no, you're not. And you can either, like, you can keep it simple like that. Like, no, you're not. Yeah. And then go on with whatever you're doing. Or you can throw in some kind of, like, positive affirmation. Like, no, you're not an idiot. You are talented. You're kind. You're compassionate. You're this or that. Right. I've read lots of articles saying to do stuff like that, too, and how good it's for you. Yeah. Even if you just, like, wake up in the morning, they say you're supposed to say, like, three nice things about yourself or one nice thing, like, over and over in the mirror. Okay. To have a good day, like, a positive affirmation, like you were saying. Yeah. Did you ever see the video of that little girl with the curly hair and she's standing on her bathroom counter? She's like, I can do anything good. I love my house. I love my mom. I love my Jessica's. I love my book. <laughs> it's the cutest thing. You should do that every day for yourself. Yeah. I'm Which sad. I mean, I don't. <laughs> no. But... <laughs> 
You should. I look in the mirror and I'm washing my face and I'm like, God, you're so fucking ugly. And then you're like, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm like, but I kind of am. But no, I'm not. But I kind of am. But no, I'm not. And it's, it's just a constant so cycle. It's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. I hate it. But you know what? It's like, I have to do this now because God forbid if I have kids. Yes. I'm not going to fuck them up. No. No, I'm not passing down the shittiness to no, them. No, 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 no. And I think, I mean, the way that we are, we both preach positivity. Yeah. Um. So... What, like I was saying before, like we're on this ship and we're just giving, 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 but we're not taking for ourselves. So like our ship is getting fucked up mm-hmm. because we're giving all the love to all the other ships. Yeah. So we're going to sink unless yeah. we retrain and rebuild our ship. It's like we're, or like we're like a car and we're giving away our gasoline, but then like, so we're that empty. way people could get there around. But then we're like, but now we're stuck in the desert. I don't know why I jumped to a ship. I don't know. Cause you're I probably got- thinking about Titanic. Um, yeah, I just read, oh my god, I'm gonna tell you about this after. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um. <laughs> Watch the audience is like, no, tell us now. Tell us about Titanic. <laughs> they were all, I, on the set of Titanic, the last day of shooting, or I think it was a, their last day of shooting, they were all fed PCP. Shut up. <laughs> no, they weren't, were they really? Yeah, they all got real fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about, J- I didn't read the full article, my brother sent it to me and I meant to read it all, but I, um grazed over it and they were all high on PCP. That's that's insane. Yeah, like then they didn't know. Like they were fed a meal and it was laced with C- PCP. <laughs> Good thing none of them died. I know. Can you imagine Leo dying? No. Oh my never. god. Stop. I, I hate want that to I just die said that. before Leo dies. I do not want to live and see Leonardo DiCaprio perish. No. I don't I don't want to know. No. I have to see him win an Oscar first. He did. Did he? Yeah, for that bear movie. I oh, that I god. Yeah he won. Oh. Um, Shows how much I... I'm, like, so concerned, and then I'm like, oh, I didn't even know. He did. <laughs> that, that bear movie where he fights the bear. The Reverend. Revenant. The Revenant. The Revenant. The Revenant. Is that a word? The Reverend. The Rev. The, the Rev. Now we just sound... Oh, God. We're going to have to redo this episode. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. We're this fucking is, posting this. this Who cares? We're just going to get it out there. And, guys, again, this is just all practice. Right. And this is my... Another way I'm trying to retrain my brain is the who cares mindset. Yeah. Over and over. Like, I give this advice. People come to me for advice. And my... They do. like They do. And I don't know why. (laughs) But I think because of what I say, like, who cares? Like, if it's approaching a a job that you're scared to apply for, somebody that you're scared to send that text message to, or whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, The worst... You're not going to get the job. The worst case scenario, you have to find another job. Oh, that person doesn't like you back? Then you got to find somebody else. There's millions of other people out there. Who cares? Who the fuck cares? Who cares? Who cares what people think about our podcast? (laughs) Besides us. Yeah, no, we really, really, really care. But honestly... But we're going to just do what we want to do. And that's what it comes down to. Exactly. And we're going to keep living our lives. Because there's... I'm reaching 30 and there's so much that I didn't do because I was so fucking scared. Because you're so sad on what people think about you. Yes. And who cares? cares? Like, okay, this is going to sound so irrational, but it's a legitimate thing that is in my daily life. When I'm driving and there's somebody behind me, Mm -hmm. even if I'm going more than like five miles over the speed limit, I think that they're thinking like in their car being like, God, get the fuck out of my way. Like this fucking bitch. Like you don't know how to drive. I think that everyone is judging me on every single thing that I do. The way that I'm walking or pushing my cart in a grocery store. I think that, and again, it's all too slow. It's all the trauma. I know. (laughs) I have the same exact problem. Yeah. Where I'm just like, and then I will catch myself in turn doing that to people at the store. Like, oh, they're in the same aisle as me. Get out. Like, I want to look at that tea. Like, get out. Why do you have to be in the same aisle when I'm trying to shop for tea? And yes. then you're like, oh, because they're a human and they're shopping too. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the same thing that they're probably thinking, unless whatever. I feel like there's a lot of just normal people out there, and then there's just us with anxiety. Yeah. Which I, there, there's a lot of us. Oh, yeah. Thank God for this big realization we're all having and that we're able to talk about it. A lot of people don't talk about it, but that's why I think this podcast is important to help. At least we hope it's important for you guys. You can come talk to us. Yeah. Let's talk about our anxiety. Yeah, because it's tough. It is. It, it really is. And for some people, you feel so alone. But like you said, we're kind of breaking the stigma around mental. And I don't want to call it mental illness. I want to start calling it like mental wellness. Okay. I don't know. But I'm not like, I'm not a therapist or anything. Oh, no. Oh, guys. We got 
cut off. We thought it was only going to be a 45-minute episode, and we looked, and it stopped recording on us. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be wrapping it up here, though, here with our go. game. Yeah, uh, Would You Rather. Uh, last week, we played Fuck, Mary Kill, I think. Now we're playing Would You Rather. So let me say, let me get this started. Would you rather only be able to have sex in a shower or in a car? That's the only place you're allowed to have sex for the rest of your life, a shower or a car. I mean, at least I'm having sex in my life for the rest of my life, though. So that's good. That's a solid, yeah. That's, yeah, I can, that's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm not one for the shower. I don't like the water. I'm always afraid that like, I'm going to slip, fall. I mean, if it happens, then that's fine. But I, I think I have to go with the car. I'm going to go with the car, too, for the same exact reason. Yeah. Just fuck that slippery shit. Yeah. Plus, like, uh, if somebody's, like, in the water, then you're warm. If you're the one that's not in the water, then you're kind of cold. And then nobody yeah. wants to be cold. And again, the water mixture is like, it's uh, not too good. Much. Too much. Yeah. Too also, t- TMI. <laughs> TMI. Um, yeah, yeah, what about I you? Pick the same thing. Yeah. Car. Yeah. yeah. Car sex over shower sex. It's too risky. Too, too risky. All, yes. All I would be thinking about is, oh my God, what, like, what time am I going to fall? What time am I going to crack my head open on this? Whatever. Is yeah. In the shower. <laughs> I'd rather it be like, because I don't want to take a shower in the dark. No. But, like, I don't want you looking at me. Exactly. So, like, we'll have sex in a car in the dark, and I can feel comfortable. Yeah. hmm Sex in the car. Okay. Perfect. Your <laughs> turn. What's your question? Uh, would you rather... To kill someone, would you rather stab them slowly or have to choke them slowly? <sighs> Morbid. Mm. Morbid alert. I would rather um, stab somebody <laughs> just because, like, I feel like it'd be more impersonal if a knife was doing it as opposed to my own hands. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to pick stabbing. Okay. I, I'm not one for knives, and I, I don't, I don't like, it freaks me out, even, like, cutting up vegetables and stuff. So I have to go with uh, choke them slowly, which is a little bit more morbid. And a little but it's more kinky. A little, but it's less messy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I feel like it's more, I don't know which one's more, like, aggressive. You have to use aggression with both of them. Choke. I would see that's where I'm thinking choking because of the pressure you have to consistently hold down for them yeah. to choke. And stabbing is just like Arya Stark style. Mm. Um, spoiler alert. Spo- spoiler <laughs> alert. Oh my god, somebody ruined Endgame for me oh, at work yesterday. They started to say something. I'm not going to say it for those of you who have not seen it either. And I know everyone's probably like. As in everyone. Like, there's probably two, one person who's like, uh, it's, the movie's been out for a week. You should have seen it already. It's like, the movie's been sold out, bitch. I can't. Yeah. I'm also a working gal. I'm so. a working yoga gal. Yeah. God, I'm trying to make my dreams come true. But yeah, they, he ruined it. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Yeah. But he didn't ruin it all because I was like, you shut your face. Shut your whore mouth. You shut that hole in your face. <laughs> Do you remember that from Titanic? Uh, yes, yeah. I do. I love that part. I love it. I love the that movie. Sinkable Molly Brown. Yes, she was so badass. So badass. Um, all right, so that wraps up our game and yes. wraps up our podcast. So we just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We love all the feedback and messages you guys give us. We honestly can't thank you enough. And if you ever have anything to say, add questions, whatever, please reach out to us. Our Instagram and Twitter is, um, both of them are Anxious Aliens Podcast. One word, Facebook, we are Anxious Aliens Podcast. Three separate words. Um, yeah, <laughs> those are our shameless plugs for our social medias. Yeah. And uh, the next episode, episode three, we're going to be talking about our first conspiracy theories. So excited. I know. I'm like living for this. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I like to talk about like all my traumas and everything, but this is going to be fun because it's going to be like not about us. Right. And I feel more comfortable talking me about too. something, me something too. else. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're going to be talking about not common beliefs or maybe they are. Maybe, maybe. They're more common them. than you think. They really, really Which are. Is messes me up it's really freaky yeah. but we're gonna be talking about how birds are government drones <laughs> Woo! they spy on us they real. <laughs> have you ever seen a baby pigeon though no yep drones. Mm. dino so, di- i like a dino dino, dino dna <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Aww. so cute what about dinos uh, they never existed. Oh, so the bones were planted by the government? What? Get out of here. Get out of here. And then also the flat earth theory. The earth is not a sphere? 
No. Get out of town. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a globe. <laughs> it's not circular. It's not spherical. But all the other planets are, right? Yes. Okay, just wanted to make that clear before we dive into it next episode. Oh, yeah. It's just gonna... a little teaser there. Ooh, a little, ooh, a little tease. Ooh, a little tease. But yeah, so you're going to grab a box of Oreos and get ready to have your mind blown. Completely blown and shattered into a million pieces. So be kind. Rewind. This episode. Woo! To listen to it again. <laughs> if you've got two hours in your day. Oh my God. Yeah, that's right. We're going to try to do 45 minutes next time. Yeah, sorry. All right. Love you. Love you so much. Thank you again. All right. Bye. Bye.